Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the Retirement Income Professional Certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice and for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers and it is my goal to give you the information you need this weekend and every weekend on how to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope that you are doing well and that you are enjoying this beautiful weekend that we have in store. I mean, can you imagine a better day? Uh, This is just going to be a wonderful weekend. I am ready. Fall is here, and I am ready. I'm one of these people who could probably live in fall with a little bit of uh, maybe a winter sprinkled in, and I don't know, Christmas Day, maybe Christmas Eve, give me a good snow. One or two weeks out of the year, give me a good hot series of, of days where I go to the beach. And other than that, I think I'm pretty good in the 70s to 80s all year around. So uh, we've got fall coming, and I am one of the people who are very excited about this weather change. This weekend, what I want to talk to you about is probably two or three different things. But right off the bat, I want to ask you a question. Is getting 2% or 3% on your money sufficient in retirement? Is getting 5 or 6% what you should be getting, or are you okay settling for the 2 or 3% rate of return on your retirement assets when you get to retirement? I hope that we can help you answer that question by the end of the show. Um, as always, I want to give you a little bit of information on how to get in touch with us. If you hear anything on the show that you would like to talk a little bit more about, or if you can think of something that you would like to learn more about on the show in coming weeks, give us a call 270-600-PLAN in numbers. That's 270-600-7526. And I would love to sit down with you if you're interested and just go over some things with you. Be a second set of eyes on your retirement plan, making sure that it will allow you to get where you want to be in retirement. It's one thing to have a plan. It's another thing to have a well-rounded written plan that is going to get you an optimal retirement. And that's something that we'll be talking about on this show this weekend, just like we do every weekend. But this weekend is going to be based more around planning. Uh, Every weekend, if you listen to the show very often, we talk either about saving more money, planning a little bit better, or living happy in retirement. And that is truly what we embody as a firm. We want you to be able to save the money you need to get where you want to be in retirement. If we put the proper plan in place, you can live an optimal retirement and live happier in retirement without having to worry about the ups and downs of a day-to-day stock market. And so, What we're going to be discussing today is going to be just where you are on your journey determines the steps that you should be taking 
in retirement, where you are in your journey along this retirement road is going to determine if you should be buying insurance or if you should be investing all of your money. Should you be looking at your retirement accounts every day or should you be looking at your retirement accounts every quarter or should you just put them in a stack and look at them once a year? All of that is answered based off of where you are in this journey. And I like to think of retirement planning as a journey. I believe that it helps us visualize this long road ahead of us. And many times on the show, we talk a lot about this retirement journey being one that we're focused on the peak of the mountain or the day of retirement. And we're climbing to that day, to that peak of the mountain. And we don't really have much of a plan on how we will live on the back half. What will we be doing when we reach retirement? I think that to live an optimal retirement, you have to, at least at some point, begin to think about what retirement means to you. Is retirement a time where you want to be able to give more money to the people and the things that you care about? Is retirement a time for you to just sit back and relax? Is retirement a time for you to enjoy the fruits of your labor and maybe travel a lot more than you do, to to spend all of the money that you have made making memories with the ones you love? Or is retirement all about leaving a legacy? What is retirement and what does it mean for you? Once we have figured out what your retirement goals are, we can embark on this journey with a little bit more clarity. So what I want to start with is imagine that you are 20 years out from retirement or more. If that is you, I want to give you some pointers on things that you may be wanting to pay attention to along your part of the journey. So who I'm talking to is this this 30 to 40 year old, maybe 45 year old who is working every day. You're you're making life still happen. You're in this grind of day-to-day operations. You're earning an income and on weekends you're spending time with family, but almost every Monday you're waking up knowing that you've got 4 to 5 days of work ahead of you before you can start to enjoy your weekend. Now, first of all, if you're listening to this and this fits you, if you're 30 to 40 years old, uh, I want to thank you for continuing to listen about a show that is all about retirement. We do embark on a lot of other things on this show, and we talk a lot about life and just life in general. But whenever you are listening you understand that most of the things we talk about is going to be based around retirement. So again, I want to thank you for listening, but I want to give you this piece of advice. Every retirement strategy must be comprised of two parts. You've got to have an offensive part and a defensive part. Now, what do you mean by that, Dale? I can hear you asking. What I mean by that is the offensive part is the part that everyone knows about, the investments, the real estate, the income-producing career that you currently have. That's your offense when it comes to planning for retirement. You know, a lot of times we talk about what stocks to buy, what 
what types of accounts to open up. That's offense. But unfortunately, we have severely underserved this demographic of people in the retirement planning arena with the defensive part of a strategy. Defense for you, if you're 30, 40, maybe even as much as 50, 55 years old, defense for you includes life insurance, disability insurance, health insurance planning, and any kind of asset insurance that you may need in place. Let's focus in on that one section there and think about defense. Obviously, in the offensive side, you want to be fairly aggressive, and we'll touch on that in just a minute. But on the defensive side, a lot of these things are going to look like to you, at least when you do your family budget, it's going to look like an expense. It's going to look like something that you may actually be able to cut out of your budget and save more money. It's going to be things like 10 times your earned income in life insurance. It's going to be things like at least 60% of your income covered in disability insurance. Let's paint an example here for you. Let's assume that you are a young woman who makes $50,000 a year and uh, you have $100,000 worth of life insurance, two kids and and a spouse. Uh, let's assume that you have no disability insurance and God forbid something happens that you become disabled. You have lost $50,000 a year of income. All of your offensive strategy is out the window. As a matter of fact, you're having to tap into a lot of your retirement assets simply because you cannot make ends meet. You didn't die, so you didn't get to keep your life insurance, and probably there's a good chance that you've lost your life insurance because you can't afford to pay the premium. A simple disability insurance policy, if we had put that in the plan, if you had paid that premium, it would have made sure that you can still make ends meet in the event of a disability. Another example, let's assume that you do actually pass away and Now your spouse is left with $100,000. Do you realize that is two times what you normally bring in? That's two years of your current income. If your children are young and they depend on your income, that $100,000 is not going to last you any amount of time. This is why it's important for us to put at least 10 times your earned income in life insurance and at least 60% of your earned income in disability insurance. Those two are expenses, and they are expenses that are absolutely necessary in a proper retirement plan. As a matter of fact, a way to think about this is, let's assume that you want to put $500 a month back for retirement. I would rather you, at this stage in the game, at this portion of your journey, I would rather you put $350 back towards retirement and spend the $150 balance that you're wanting to put into retirement. That additional $150, I would rather you spend that on the defensive portion of your retirement plan, making sure that we've got your life insurance and your disability insurance covered. Because if you don't make it to 65, what good is the offensive side of the plan? Now, if you are, say, 20 years or fewer away from retirement, we we actually enter into this 
this kind of a paradigm where 20 years to say 10 years from retirement, life insurance is just as important. Disability insurance may start to lose a little bit of importance here. But what I'm wanting you to understand is that life insurance and disability insurance at this stage in the game make up your defensive portion of the plan. Now, the offensive side at this stage in the game, the offensive portion of this should be fairly aggressive. Now, certain circumstances are going to dictate where you're putting this money. But for all intents and purposes, if you have over 10 years to be invested in the market, you want to be fairly aggressive. You can stomach and you can weather the storm of the ups and downs of the market. Once you creep into that 10 years or fewer from retirement, a lot of things change. And that's actually who we specialize in. We, we specialize in working with those people who are 10 years or fewer from retirement. Now, when I say specialize, I literally have put years of education and practice into that demographic of client. I've worked with countless clients who are 5 to 10 years from retirement all the way into and through now retirement. And that is what we do. So let's spend the next five to 10 minutes talking about that part of the journey. If you are five to 10 years from retirement, what does your plan need to consist of? And, and we still go back to the same blueprint, this offense and defense, except they're made up of different components. Your offensive plan is going to be drastically reduced as far as the amount of aggressiveness that you have in that plan. And it should actually get less and less aggressive the closer you get to retirement planning. Offense, again, meaning the investment side. The, the amount of assets that you have at this point in the game invested in the market should be fairly substantial. You should have a large portion of the money that you are going to have invested in the market already working for you. The closer you get to retirement, you have to protect that principle. We are experts in helping you protect the principle of investments that you do not want to see disappear due to market returns. Uh, again, I'm going to drop my number here because that may, that may resonate with some of you that are listening. 270-600-PLAN. If that's something that you're interested in learning more about, call us. But the defensive side, this is where this gets completely different, is that the defensive side is not as much focused on life insurance, although it is, it is maybe necessary in a retirement plan at this point in the game. Life insurance can take many shapes and forms, but let me give you a word of caution. If you're in this stage in the game, you're going to be approached by someone that's probably touting life insurance as a way to generate retirement income. They're actually labeling these things 7702 retirement plans. Now, now here is here's what I want you to understand about a 7702 retirement plan. It doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a 7702 retirement plan. They're simply taking the tax code that talks about the taxability of death proceeds uh, from life insurance. It's section 7702, and they're slapping that on the name, putting retirement plan around it, and they're just trying to put a wrapper around a life insurance product. I'm not here to say that life insurance doesn't play a role in retirement planning and, and even retirement income, but if you haven't bought it by now, 
If you have not bought that policy by the time you're 60 years old, then you have waited too late. (laughs) And it's probably not what you need for retirement income. It may seriously help you in legacy planning, and it may even help you in the most overlooked part of your plan, which is long-term care. You have to have a long-term care plan in place. Long-term care is extremely important, and if you have not covered it, I think last weekend we talked about it being a landmine. If you have not diffused that landmine in your retirement plan, it will decimate your assets in retirement if you ever go into a long-term care facility. Something else that needs to be there in your defensive side of the strategy of this plan is tax planning. Because if you're not planning for how to mitigate taxes, then you are losing the battle no matter what kind of return you are getting in your investments. Another thing that can be considered defense is this asset protection. It takes the shape of annuities and it gives you the guarantee that you're not losing any of the principal that is invested simply because it's with an insurance company. These things are going to make up the defensive side of a well-rounded, written-down retirement plan. Man, is it is it time already? Uh, I'm hearing our tone to wrap up. So, so here's what I want to do. I want to recap this show for you, the listener. If you are in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, you have to make sure that you have your defense and offense in place. If you're in your 30s and 40s, it's extremely important to have five to 10 times your earned income, depending on your job, five to 10 times your earned income in life insurance. You also need to make sure that you have 60% of your income covered for disability insurance. Be aggressive with your offensive strategy. If you are five to 10 years from retirement, late in your 50s or early in your 60s, you need to be looking at defensive strategies that encompass retirement assets being protected against market loss due to market movement or long-term care event. If you are not looking at those things, you could be on the wrong path. Your offensive strategy needs to become a lot less aggressive. In other words, you need to be investing in more conservative assets, not the risky assets that have market volatility, the ups and downs that we see from day to day. Now, I asked you at the beginning of the show, what was the proper amount of return you need in a retirement plan on your assets that you're investing? And the answer is it depends on the plan. If 2, 3, or 4% is enough to give you the income you need in retirement, then do not take excessive risk just to say that you're getting the 7, 8, 9% that you may want to tout in front of your friends. Getting a higher rate of return does you no good if it takes on excessive risk that you do not need to take. The only way to figure that out is to plan better. So I would love to talk to you if you're interested in setting down to put together a proper plan, 270-600-PLAN. Until we talk again next week, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and R.D. Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. This radio show is a paid placement.